I share with you Thursday night. People of Israel traveled from Egypt through the wilderness 40 years, came to the promised land. Probably a 40 day journey or 10 days journey changed into 40 years. All the people, millions of people who traveled from Egypt to promised land Canaan died in the wilderness. Whole generation who is older than 20 years, that is millions of people, died in the 40 years time. Only two people over 20 years of age, Joshua and Caleb, came to the promised land. Promised land Canaan in this particular area, when we study these passages, it is not speaking about heaven. Of course the Canaan talk about heaven, but this particular passage on this area, when you study the book of Churches, it is not speaking at, of heaven. Because the reason is, in heaven there is no battle. In this particular place there is battle. When we go to heaven, when you pass the Jordan eternity, when you enter to the heaven, there is no battle anymore. We will be kings and priests. Satan is not there anymore. Evil is not there anymore. Presence of sin is not there anymore. Presence of power of sin is not there anymore. That there is no reason for a battle for a believer in heavenly realm anymore. But this particular passage of particular area, when we come to uh, uh, the land of the promised land, the passage of the environment, the circumstances, there was no leader for the people. Or there was no king for the people. When there was no king, people did what it pleased to their eyes. If you look to any individual's life, it is a simple principle applicable to every single one of them. If there is no one to watch, if there is no accountability, if there is no accountable partner or someone to look after or look on, we will do whatever we wanted to do. That is exactly happened to the people of Israel. Everyone did what they please in their eyes. If you ask a thief, they'll tell you, I am doing right because I am stealing from the people who are not giving me. People who don't want to do homework but don't want to go to education area, they will tell you, this is the way I wanted to do. So yet, if you and me doesn't have or don't have yes, someone to rule over, someone as an accountable person or a leader or a king over our life, what will happen is we will do what we please in our eyes. So that's what the situation is. So that time went on for some time. Because they did what is pleasing to their eyes, enemy came to attack them. Whenever we do what we please, there is an attack of the enemy in our life. Whenever we do things in our way, there is an attack of the enemy in our life. But I thank God 
those people gathered together, the leaders of Israel gathered together, they knelt down in the presence of God, they asked God, God, we are in a battle in our promised land, what shall we do? Who will go do the battle? That's what the beginning of the book of Judges. Take a look at the passage. I, sp I spoke about that uh, last session. Verse 1 and 2. After the death of Joshua, that means only Caleb is there as, as first generation believer in the place. And Joshua was dead, is gone. Israelites asked the Lord, who will be first to go and fight for us against the Canaanites? The Lord said, Judah is to go. Judah means praise. And I spent all night sharing that with you last time. Judah is praise. A believer do the battle by praising God. Why we emphasize it on worship? Why we spend time talk about praising God? Why we tell everyone, encourage people, clap hands, shout in the presence of God, give glory to God, worshiping, because there's power in worship. Hallelujah. If you see a believer who is not a worshiper, he is always a miserable person. Hallelujah. If you see a believer who doesn't worship God, and you might ask, Pastor, is this is the only style worship? <laughs> worship anywhere you want. But worship. Hallelujah. If you are not a worshiper, your life will be a miserable, you will be a miserable Christian. When you worship, I share that with you, your faith will increase. In your life, when you and me go through any situation, when you need faith in your life to overcome any situation, the answer is start worshiping God. Take your eyes from the situation, look to Christ and start to proclaim the name of the Lord that is worship. And I share that with you again. Praises release the power of fear from you. If you are affected by fear tonight, especially there are people who are challenged by lives, situations, you are facing a battle if you have fear in your life. The answer is praise and worship. When you praise God, let Judah go. When you start to worship God, fear will depart from you. When you worship, God's favor will come. We need God's favor. God love worshiper. God love worshiper. When you worship, hallelujah, God will show his favor to you. You want the favor of God? Become a worshiper. Hallelujah. Become a true worshiper. God will show favor in an unseen way, miraculous way. He will give you favors when you worship God. Child of God, if you are in a workplace or a situation, you are in a very bad, oh, you need a favor from God. Start worshiping God in that situation. I've seen that in my workplace. Hallelujah. When I go through troubles and situations, I yes, I pray. But when I started to bless the name of the Lord, when I started to praise the name of God, God will show up, His favor will come. When you praise God, 
your future will be strengthened or lightened. Hallelujah. A worshiper can always look forward. They will look forward to their life. Praise God. So Judah, God said, let Judah go to do the battle. Judah went. What did he do? Or what did Judah do? Bible says, uh, 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 in that passage, uh, he conquered Judah, verse 8 I believe, uh, then men of Judah, I have no time to go to the other passage, let me move on to it, verse 8, men of Judah attacked Jerusalem, and also, also, and took it. They put the city to the sword, and set it to fire. Jerusalem is a city they conquered. We all need our Jerusalem back in our life. Jerusalem stands for peace. Jerusalem means peace, city of peace. If you don't have peace, if you lost your peace in your life, Judah will bring peace to you. Praise God. Judah went and conquered Jerusalem. Jerusalem stand for peace. Acts chapter 5 verse 15 and 16. Acts 5 verse 15 and 16. As a result, people brought the sick onto the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them one more passage, Acts 20 verse 16. 20 verse 16. Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus to avoid spending time in the province of Asia, for he was in a hurry to reach Jerusalem. For he was in a hurry to reach Jerusalem, if possible, by day of Pentecost. Paul has a desire. I want to reach Jerusalem. My dear beloved, may you and me have a desire tonight. I want to reach Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a place of peace. Jerusalem is a place of healing. Jerusalem is a place of miracle. Jerusalem is a place of unity. Jerusalem is a place where the presence of God is. Hallelujah. They are in the promised land. Jerusalem is not there. They are in Canaan, but Jerusalem is now is conquered by the enemy. Judah went and conquered Jerusalem. In your life and my life, just like Paul says, my desire is to reach Jerusalem before Pentecost. They will spend the Pentecost in Jerusalem. So they conquered Jerusalem, number one. They, it is, there is a community of unity in Jerusalem. Jerusalem, there is growth. There's miracles in Jerusalem. There's peace in Jerusalem. They conquer Jerusalem. Now, moving on, the same passage of that chapter, it says, they went, uh, continue, they went fight against our country, Nego, where Western, uh, uh, the Hebron, verse 10. They advanced against a Canaanite living in Hebron. Another city they conquer is Hebron. Hebron what is Hebron? Hebron is a place promised to Abraham. Your descendants will be there in Hebron. Caleb said, give me Hebron. The reason it belongs to Abraham. Abraham's deed is there. Abraham's cemetery is there. Abraham's tomb is there. Their, their name is there. Their family name is there. My dear beloved, there are many promises in your life and my life. Even though you are in Canaan, 
This is, a, this is the interesting part. They are in Canaan, but they cannot, they cannot conquer these promises. So they went after Hebron and they took Hebron. Hebron again is a place, is a base he used it to take victory over Sodom. When Lot was in trouble, Lot troubled by a summing up, Hebron in a base of Yobitana, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Abraham, you don't say you want to If you look at it right now, America is looking for some bases in Middle East so they can fight against the Muslim extremists, ISIS. Some countries allowing it, some countries not allowing it. They are afraid to allow their base. They need to have a base to fight the enemy. Child of God, we need to have some base to fight the enemy. Base is a claim of God's promise. Base is a place of victory you already won. Base is a place where what you can stand for and ask God, God, you need to do. You heard last time, a man of God intercede even in prison for the saints in their city. Hallelujah. If there is any base of your life, hallelujah, conquered by enemy, hallelujah, it is time for you and me, Hebron, I need to conquer it so I can stand on Hebron and claim some victory in my life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Then, let me come to the message what I want to share with you. Hmm. Verse 12. Judges chapter 1, verse 12. Continue a couple more past verses. Othniel son of Kenas, Caleb Zeman brother tribute, so Caleb gave his daughter Aksar to him in marriage. One day when she came to Othniel, she urged him to ask her father for a tea. When she got up her donkey, Caleb asked her, what can I do for you? She replied, do me a special favor. Since you have given me land in the negative, give me also the drinks of water. Then Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. Caleb and Aksha. <coughs> Caleb was a man of faith. was a man who called the promise for 40 years. Caleb is the one who went to the promised land with the 12 leaders and came back and himself declared yes, we will be able to conquer it. And God promised him. He put his foot in Hebron. After 40 years, he came to the promised land. He came to Joshua. Joshua, 40 years ago, you and me walked through this place. God promised me, Moses promised me this land. Give me Hebron, I will take it. 85-year-old man, 
Many times we look 
our limitation. This is all I can do. No, no, no. We can do greater things. And we will do greater things. People who think, people who act, people who see in a greater level in life, they will succeed in life. In generation, I always tell every single one of you sitting here, our Indians, I believe. Yes, yes, you are Indian, not American. You don't have manpower. You don't have union power. You don't have fighting capacity. What you have is brave. In this country, in America, the land of dream, land of opportunity, you can conquer anything God put in your heart if you use your brain properly. Nobody can take the wisdom away from you. Fear of the God, fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. As a child of God, as a believer, when you go to what place, no one will stand in front of you. You have the gift, but we need to think beyond your limitation and look up. Please, don't satisfy the way you are. Never satisfy the place you are. Never limit yourself in the position you have. <coughs> there is a greater journey waiting for you. Nobody can stop you. Only one person can fail you is you. Nobody can fail you. No devil can fail you. No demon can fail you. No people can fail you. Nobody can fail you. Only one person can fail me or you is me. Hallelujah. Asa, a woman of faith. What are we passing to our generation? Moving on. Hmm. Verse 12. This is for parents. Caleb said, I will give my daughter, Aksa, in marriage to the man who attacked and captures Korean support. Don't give away your children to anybody. Not just marriage I'm talking about. Don't give your children to anything and anyone. Who are their friends? They're going to become exactly like their friends. I will not give my daughter Aksa to a lousy loser. That's what the father said. I will not give my daughter who is not a warrior. I am a warrior 85 years old. I can conquer it and I conquer it. I raise my daughter by faith. 
I am not going to give that daughter to somebody who is not willing to do the battle in the promised land. Hallelujah. 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 I know you don't say hallelujah, okay. And I'm not looking for hallelujah. You know. I want you to get this message what I'm sharing with you. If you remember Biju Alexander who came and ministered years ago, he was standing in one of the flight now, one of the journey meetings, and he said like this. He used to have a girlfriend when he was in high school. She used to call, she was not a believer. She used to call and call and call at home. There was no cell phone at that time. Naturally, she called on the home phone. When she called, mother picked up on the other side. Mother picked up on the other side for some time. It's continued. After continues, he wanted to break from her. He wanted to break up that relationship. But somehow, she won't let go. So after some time, after a couple of months, probably I don't know how long he said, after some time, one day, he, she picked up the phone and she was on the other line. The girl is on the other line and Biju is on up this line. They were talking and this mother licked her voice and said, Devil, you get away from him. Pisaje, I will have to pull. That's exactly she said. And what word broke the relationship? And set him free from that non-believer having a relation with him. So that set him free, and now he married, blessed, had children, and he is in the ministry. Think about uh, if she became a politically correct person, entertaining everything in their life. Or you, if you say now, my our children will say, you hurt her feeling. I will not give my daughter to someone who is not a conqueror, who is not a warrior. Praise the Lord. Parents, we have a responsibility. I am not saying everything happened in our life is our fault. No, no, no. But at the same time, just like the Caleb, we need to stand up and say, I will not give my blessings, my generation to be destroyed and perished in this generation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me move on. What was the verse I read in Matthew? Anybody remember? I think it's 13, right? 13 verse 44. Then, read that passage. Then, verse, Judges chapter 1 verse 14 also. <coughs> when a man found it, he hid it again. And then, in his joy, went and sold all he had and bought that field. Yeah, read Judges chapter 1 verse 14. One day when she came to Othniel, she urged him to ask her father for a field. When she got off of donkey, Caleb that's asked enough, her... That's enough, that's enough. At 
husband <coughs> of the angel. Oh, Mary, what else? You got a treasure, but as for a field. Matthew chapter 13, verse 44 says, There is a field. In the field, there is a treasure. Right? Man saw it. What he did? He hid it, right? He protected it. Child of God, especially young terrorists and the sentiment tonight, you are a treasure in the field. I am a treasure in the field. If you want the treasure, you need to get the field also. We are living in a culture and a society. This is what many marital problems is. Don't look at your husband and you can see. He is a field and a treasure also in it. Problem is, we are not willing to take the field. We are only looking to take the treasure. If you want answer, you need to get the field also. The field in the dry land, the southern land. Young people who are looking to get married, looking for boyfriends or girlfriends, <coughs> perfect man is not there. You got to get the whole field with the trust. Many times what happened to our life is we are not willing to take the field. Field is dry. But we want the treasure. Treasure will not come until you take the field. Can you take the field from my treasure? Your pastor has a field, has a treasure. The problem is we want the treasure all the time. My husband has to act perfect all the time. No, he cannot. He has some good things, he has some bad things. He has some weak points, he has some good high points. Every single, our family, our relationship, everything, what we have, it comes in a field, but the treasure is in it. <coughs> he saw a treasure in the field. Not everyone can get this. He protects the treasure. Right? Man protects the treasure. Not everyone allowed to come 
to that. Child of God, don't allow everyone into your life. Not every passing by, not every loser allow you to take everything from you. Your time, your gift, your life itself, your precious time. I always tell the young people who in college, if, if you hang out with the people who are graduating from college and working, trust me, you are in the journey of failure. Because they have no time, they have plenty of time, no homework. You have a homework to do. Hang out with the people who are the same age. If you are young, if you hang out with the older kids, you allow your treasure to be used by devil. There are plenty of God's blessings in your life. Protect your life. Is it not? If you are married, don't hang out with the people who are not married. It is a failure journey. It is a journey to fail. It might not happen one day, it might not happen the second day, days to come. Trust me, it will happen. Hallelujah. A man saw a, a treasure in the field. Bible says he protected it. Child of God, God expects us to protect our life. Your family, you need to protect your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do not allow anyone, do everyone to take your blessings away. Your times away. Hallelujah. Parents, your children are your treasure. You allowing everyone walk on the street to take that away from you. Protect it. You have the anointing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hide your treasure. Do not allow anyone to take it. <coughs> How you can take the treasure from the field? <coughs> Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 13. Couple of questions. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. He sold everything. Then he went and bought the field. Man went and he found it. Let me read that again. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field. When a man found it, he hid it again. He saw it. He did it. Then he, uh, then in his joy, went and sold all he had. And he bought the field. He did not say he bought the treasure. He bought the field. How you can take the treasure from the field? How? If I want to get the treasure, from him, the blessing he has, the, the uniqueness he has, the gift that he has. I have to appreciate him first. <coughs> I have to respect him first. 
until you started to respect that things you are looking for, you will not be able to receive. Many times we cannot get the message. You all do respect me all that. And I'm using an example. If you don't respect me, you will not be able to receive anything from me. If you don't respect your husband, you can see the field, but you will not experience the treasure in him. If you make his life miserable, by bitterness or anger anyways, and you expect him to act in a nice way to you, it will not happen. It, that rule is applicable in every situation and everyone's life. Child of God, start to respect anything you want blessings from. If you want a blessing from your workplace, stop cursing. Bless the place. If you want a blessing from your children, bless them. If you want to receive something from your relationship, encourage, bless them, start respecting them. When you do that, you will be able to receive God's blessings through their life. God always uses people to bless people. If God wants to bless you, God uses people. God use people who come to you. God use situations of people. God most of the time he don't use animals. He use seldom. If he cannot find anyone, he use animals. So start respecting, start appreciating, start and lift them. I'm not saying lift them and, and boast them. No, I'm not saying bragging. I'm looking, looking to the situation in a respectable way. Then God will start to use those people to bless you. Praise God. Here in this passage, when God started to minister and God gave Aksa a field. The, the passage says the southern field, dry land. The land was given by her father was a dry land. She came, she came. Now, the, the son-in-law asked the father, give me a field. Father-in-law gave a field and answer to her, to him. But the husband, the wife, Aksa realized the land, the field is there, but the field is dry land. It is sudden, naked. The NIV is in, but it's off, naked. It is, it is a, it is a dry land. Take care, there's Hallelujah. Now, your life might be dry. Your relationship might be dry. Your situation might be dry. You will not be or you might not be able to change it. Your situation, you might not be able to change it. Here, 
She tell your father, Father, you gave me a dry land. You gave me a relationship which is dry. You gave me a job which is dry. You gave me a life which is dry. He came to father and asked him, Listen, I need a stream. Read verse 15 in Malayalam. Verse 15 in English also, please. She replied, Do me a special favor. Since you have given me land in the second, give me also friends of water. She only asked the one, one spring. She only asked for one, one, one son of a she said, Father, you gave me a field. The field is dry. Field is dry. I just need a supply. I just need to supply. Oh God, Katawe, and giving a lot of you know, and then some of the other woman, she just prayed a simple prayer of survival. But I thank God, Father was not like that. He had double portion of blessing waiting to give her. The reason why he did not give the water because he was waiting for her to come and ask. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. In your relationships, in your families, in your workplace, in your family lives, it could be dry. By my prayer and my request to you tonight is God is willing to give the streams. He has it. But are you willing to humble yourself and ask for it? Many people take their lives to themselves and make us a failure. It is time for the people of God. Oh God, you gave me this. You gave me a family. You gave me a relationship. It is dry. But it is a time. I need a spring. But God said, I am not going to give you just one spring. I give you a spring in the bottom and in the top. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you asking God tonight for a blessing in your life? Hallelujah. Praise God. He gave you everything you need. In your situation tonight, you may be dry. Hallelujah. Ask for Hallelujah. One stream to make my life joy. Hallelujah. But God gave. John chapter 10, verse 10. John 10, 10. Powerful word. The thief. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Child of God, listen to that. The enemy come to kill, destroy and take everything away from you. Young people, they will come and take everything away from you. But there is God. 
So you will have life, not just life, and have it to the full. Abundance of blessings. Not just one blessing, double portion. Not just one anointing, double portion. Not just one healing, blessings and healings. Not just one thing, my dear beloved, God, you ask for one, God gives you two. Hallelujah. He will not give it without you asking. He wants your life to be complete. He wants to have a fullness of life. Exercate. Father, you gave me a land which is dry. You gave me a place which is dry. But I cannot go like this. I need a, I need a, I need a, I need a stream in the land. Help the God in your relationship, in your spiritual walk, in your Christian, in your faith, in your relation with the Christ, in your personal life. If your life being dried up, there is God here tonight. His presence is here tonight. He wanted to bless you. He wanted to deliver you. He wanted to give you a double portion of the blessings. Hallelujah. Accepting as Father. You gave me a field in the southern land, but give me one stream. My God, hallelujah, shall supply all you need. If God gave you, He give you a double portion. He don't just give you a little. Abraham might give you a little. People might give you a little. But when God started to give, hallelujah, He give you an abundance. Ask Him tonight. Let's close some eyes in the presence of God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God.